0: Welcome to Underground Magnolia Podcast, elevated entertainment with me, the one and only Desiree Avalto in the whole wide world. On this episode of Underground Magnolia Podcast, I'm talking astrological insights for the new year with modern mystic Lonnie Moran. She is the founder of Astrocast and is also a sought after open format DJ and content creator. Lonnie, who is on Instagram at astro.cast, has been an astrology enthusiast of 20 plus years, and she can decipher just what is going on in this world of ours by observing stars, planets, the sun, and moon. Get set to learn about the Los Angeles creatives' journey into astrology and how she can help us understand, from her perspective... How 2020 became the worst year of a lifetime for many all over the world because of COVID. Did we fare any better in 2021? Will things improve in 2022? Lonnie will explain, but this show will not just be about the pandemic. We will look at what you can do to improve your relationships and how to up your professional and personal development games. Get ready to have an open mind.
1: My dad is a spiritual person and he was or is on a quest always of finding the truth and stuff like that. And he's changed religions a few times. But in that, I figured that when it comes to religion, maybe it's not something for everybody, but I do believe in spirituality, which is what he taught me. And I started exploring that at a very, very young age and realized that I might have some talents for guessing people's signs. And characteristics and stuff like that. So as I grew older, I, you know, studied more. But for me, studying comes from meeting people, asking them questions and studying the fuck out of them.
0: So now the burning question here is astrology and DJ, how do you mesh the two?
1: Great question. I am a Gemini and Geminis are known for having two personalities and I have several. Not personalities in that like I'm schizophrenic or anything like that, but I do different things and different avenues. Music to me is very, very important. That might come from my rising in Pisces. <laughs> so, you know, when it comes to astrology, it's just a belief system. So, I mean, I still got to earn money. So it's also a job.
0: It's kind of just like someone who is a preacher and also an accountant to the astrology piece. So after 2020, people were like, 2021 has to be better. 2020 was terrible. It was awful. We want to forget this year. But as it turns out, 2021 has not been such a great year in terms of COVID, the resurgence, in terms of the economy, in, in terms of lots of stuff. What happened with 2021? Okay, I will say this if I remember correctly.
1: In 2020, we had a lot of planets going retrograde, Uh, planets go retrograde every year. So that's not a surprise. But what happened was there were a lot of retrogrades that happened at the same time. So I think that's where COVID was like, yes, this is a perfect time to fuck shit up, right? I feel like 2021, though personally for me, was not a great year, (laughs) personally for a lot of people. But as far as astrology is concerned, it was more of a year of looking at all the shit we've got to deal with. So yes, you can see that as a negative thing or you can see it as a positive thing. And when it comes to 2022, it's all about transformation. It's about looking at the shit that happened in 2021 and rebirthing and taking that knowledge and turning it into something good. So that's what I will say happened because astrologically speaking, 2021 was not that bad. It wasn't as bad as 2020. 2020 was terrible. 2021, not that bad astrologically, but it allowed you to see the shit and allowed us to see what is really going on so that when we move forward in 2022, we know what we're dealing with. And I think that 2023 will be an excellent year after we fix all the shit, clean all the shit that's going to happen, or that has happened from 2021 to 2022.
0: You were talking about retrogrades. If you can explain that in terms of astrology.
1: All the planets at some point go retrograde. What retrograde means is that from the perspective of Earth, it looks like these planets, if we're able to see them, are moving backwards of course they're not moving backwards (laughs) planets don't move backwards but what it is is that from our vantage point since most of the planets they go into an eclipse it's not a complete circle right when they orbit so from our perspective it looks like it's going backwards and so what that means to us is that it just means there's an energy shift right so when it comes to astrology we're talking about energies right People want to talk about sight gates and horoscopes and stuff like that, but when you just bring it down to the essence, it's all about energy and what things are emitting to us. So when a planet goes retrograde, it just means that there is an energy shift. So the main retrogrades that most people talk about is Mercury retrograde because Mercury out of all the planets, right, is not the closest to us, but it spins, it happens the most, right? So Usually it only happens three times a year. In 2022, we've got four Mercury retrogrades. Or what that means is that there's just going to be an energy shift when it comes to communication, travel, technology, all the things that Mercury represents. So going into 2022, what we do have is we have Venus in retrograde. Venus is the planet of love. It's the planet of romance and money. And a lot of people might not know that Venus is also the planet of pleasure and how you like to have fun or how you express your need for fun. And it's in retrograde right now and will be in retrograde until January 29th. What that means is a lot of relationship drama could be brought back up from past lovers. Or if you're in a relationship now, maybe communication is not that great, even though Venus isn't necessarily rule communication. it does rule love. So there might be some issues there. Another thing that it might make us do is question our values and allow us to get more serious about what we want and how we want to pursue that. We should really be reevaluating what really matters to us. We should be rethinking our relationships, our partnerships, our friendships. And remember that just because you've been friends with someone for a long time does not mean that they can continue to be your friend If you feel like that relationship is not right for you. So this is a great time up until January 29th to reevaluate what you need from people and relationships. What you should not do is date anybody new. I mean, you can date, but just don't make it serious because I'm dating and I'm not going to stop. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But be mindful of who you're with and whether or not you want to make that a long-term situation. Now is not the time to get into long-term situations. Okay, yeah, so you should wait until January to make things more official, the later part of January, even better if it's February. Also, you should not be making any big purchases right now. If you want to buy a new computer, if you want to buy a new car, just wait until about February or the end of January. This is more of a time to think, rather than to do but (laughs) we do have our first mercury retrograde coming up in January which means we're going to have two planets retrograding at the same damn Uh time yes so (laughs) beginning of this year might not look so great it might be you know turbulent yeah so we need to buckle up we need to be extra mindful about how you express yourselves, right? So Mercury in retrograde, like I said before, Mercury is the planet of communication, technology, and travel. So she is bound to be fucked up when this is in retrograde. So when we have Venus and Mercury retrograding at the same time, it's just better to just stay at home. Stay at home, think, journal, be mindful. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. Or if you're going someplace, just make sure that you dot your I's and you cross your T's. This is a great time to start manifesting what you want out of the new year and how to make that come into fruition, for sure.
0: Do the retrograding of the planets, does this take into effect what's going on with COVID?
1: You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say no. I know that there are probably some big astrologers out there that would, would relate the two, but like I said, retrogrades happen... Every year, all the time, regardless new, yeah. right? It's just a matter of when because they don't all retrograde at the same time. Right. So now that Venus and Mercury are retrograding at the same time. Okay, sure. We can tie COVID into it. Don't leave the house until fucking February. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a great idea. It's <laughs> not a great
0: idea to stay at home. <laughs> so just globally universally speaking, it's not considering disease and disasters and pandemics. It's just taking into effect how things would happen, regardless would say, of all these. Other I would
1: terms. say no, but I'm going to be honest with you. I am not an astrologer. I am an astrology enthusiast. So those that study this more deeply can probably find ties within that. For me, I would probably just say like, nah, because this happens it, I'm not saying it happens all the time, but like I said, retrograding happens all the time. time. It's a matter of what planets are doing it, when, and what sign they are in when they are retrograding. But I will say that I think a lot of astrologers said like, yeah, COVID's probably going to be finished in 2021. I'm saying 2023, where not that it's going to be finished, but it's just going to be integrated into our society that it's no longer. An issue. So it'll
0: be endemic. It'll, Kind of just be like the flu or the cold. Right, exactly. And that's
1: just my personal opinion, my prediction. That where it's just going to be like, this is what it is. If you catch it, stay home for a day as opposed to quarantine
0: for two weeks. ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now do you have any special advice for certain astrology signs special like things to look out for or do all the signs just kind of have their own thing that they need to do
1: So you're talking about like overall themes for all for every single sign is that your question
0: Should like for example a Libra be more cautious in the new year than a Taurus or mm-hmm. or a Gemini
1: I'll say a blanket statement I will say that we all need to be a bit more cautious and mindful. Again, we have two planets retrograding at the beginning of the year. So this is a, like I said, a great time to sit down, manifest, write, and think about how you want to move through the rest of the year. And then you can put that plan into action in February.
0: I see that you offer cosmic blueprints and birthright readings. So what are those?
1: Okay. So basically a birth chart is a snapshot of the sky when you were born, right? So I think it's actually pretty cool. So what that tells us is your sun sign, right? Your sun sign is what everybody tends to know. It's when your birthday is. I'm a Gemini. You said you're a Libra. Astrology is a lot more intense than just your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign. There is a whole pattern that happens when you are born. And I am able to interpret what that means especially when it comes to your personality and how you should move through this cycle of life. So that's what it is. So I'll do like a 10 to 13 page report uh, detailing your personality, your strengths, your weaknesses, how to best use your weaknesses for your strengths. And basically, yeah, how to move, how do you communicate and how to better yourself? How do you do this? you You calculate that through your date of birth, your time and your place. And basically, the map tells you, like, I'm able to read, like, the map and tell you about, not necessarily, I know there are astrologers out there that are more psychic that can tell you this is the job you're going to do, da-da-da-da. What I can tell you are more suggestions of how to move through this life so that
0: you feel abundant and that you feel successful. And what is a cosmic blueprint? That's the same thing. Oh, it's so, the, th- uh, Okay. So the cosmic. It's the map of
1: the sky. Yeah. So it's the map of the sky when you were born and translating that into
0: real life for you. So one thing I was reading was that astrology, you kind of look at it as a form of therapy. Ooh, yes.
1: <laughs> right. Because I feel like with astrology, you're getting to know you. Right. And once you know yourself, you can move about, like I said, this life space in a more freer way. So at some point, yeah, I'm trying to go back to school so that I can get a therapy license so I can mix the two astrology with therapy. In my opinion, it goes hand in hand because when you are unveiling your traumas and your life issues, I think your personality helps you deal with certain traumas. We all have them, but we all deal with them in certain and different ways. And I think that knowing yourself, you can... Dive deeper into you and figure your shit out with more clarity.
0: Now, one thing that did come out of 2020 that may have been good is that a lot of people, especially people of color, are finding out, hey, you know, maybe I shouldn't be saying that I'm this strong person or I'm this strong Black woman and I can do it all and that we do need to take care of our mental health. And especially people of color, Black people and Hispanic people who have just been, we don't need that. That's white people stuff. What are your thoughts on on how COVID has gotten people, especially people of color, more in touch with being in touch with their mental health space?
1: I am a big fan of therapy. I have been to therapy multiple times myself for various issues. I do think that being at home for a long period of time and you start to realize what's going on in your life, what's important, what's not important, really was a positive thing. Yes, 2020 was shitty. (laughs) 2021 shittier. But I don't think the conversation of mental health, especially in the communities of color, was not this prominent at all. I I feel like if I would have told somebody that I went to therapy in 2017, they're going to look at me like I'm crazy as opposed to me trying to help myself. So I actually do believe that 2020 was the forefront of us being able to realize that mental health is important because we had to sit the fuck at home <laughs> and wonder about our life and whether or not we are really happy <laughs> or not necessarily happy because that's another thing that people try to strive for, which is, you know, just a feeling, but just being content, being content with your choices, being content with your job, being content with your partner, being content, maybe even with your children. 2020 really did force us to, to sit down and really think about that. And I think that, 2020 will be remembered as the year that mental health, especially in communities of color, came to light. We shined a light on it and we started embracing it.
0: What's the difference between a medium, a psychic, a tarot card reader? I guess in terms of if people wanted to, if people wanted to find their own astrologist or their own medium or their own psychic, what are your tips?
1: Okay, so astrology is completely different. Those are all acts of divination, but they all have different reasonings and stuff like that. Astrology is one of those pseudosciences that have been here since the beginning of time, since it is a way of telling time. So when you bring in cards, that's a whole other brawl game. When you bring in mediums and people who can see things, that has nothing to do with astrology. Astrology is a way or sort of as a way of telling time and assigning personality traits based on the time
0: and place of when you were born. Yeah, because a lot of people just kind of lump everything kind of together. They seem to be in the same space.
1: They might be in the same space, but I don't read cards. I would like to, but I haven't been called to do that. I'm also an intuitive. I'm not a psychic. Intuitive means that I can feel things coming, but I don't necessarily know what, whereas psychic would probably know exactly what's coming at what time and stuff like that. That hasn't anything to do with astrology. It has to do with uh, talents that you're given when you were born. But astrology is definitely a belief system that is worldwide. It is not limited to the U.S. It's not limited to India. It is a worldwide belief system, which is why that a lot of different societies have their own astrology, right? There's Mayan astrology, there's Chinese astrology, there's Indian astrology, and all those that they entail based on time and energy. So I cannot speak to the other types of divination because that's not what I do, but they are different and the reason why i think it's lumped into the same space is because they're not there are there non-scientifical ways of believing in things that you cannot uh, necessarily prove right off
0: the bat lani is bringing the knowledge in addition to her work with astrology she's also a dj and content creator as i said earlier lani is quite busy now living in mexico and spreading her wings, helping communities of color. Now, you have a very interesting background in terms of, in addition to being a DJ, you also worked in television, you moved to Guatemala, and started your own school. Tell oh, me you about, really did your research, didn't you tell shit? me about <laughs> tell me about your journey to doing all these different things.
1: I am from l a, and I went to a high school that instead of having a class newspaper, we had a class. We had a TV show. And I was involved with that and knew pretty early on that I wanted to be a video editor. So I went to college for that, I got my major in TV production and worked at NBC for seven years producing and editing commercials for the network. While I was there, I figured that the job that I was doing is not necessarily stressful, but it was too stressful for it not to be important. So I saw that I had a window of opportunity to sell all my things and leave the country. And I did. (laughs) As soon as I put the intention out there, I started telling everybody what I was doing. And through that, people were guiding me like, oh, you should go here, you should go there. And, uh, another DJ friend of mine was uh, another DJ friend of mine told me, Oh, you know, my ex-boyfriend lives in Guatemala. You should contact him. And I contact him and he had his feet up smoking a blunt three o'clock in the afternoon saying life is great. I haven't worked in a year. You know, I'm black and I DJ people would love you here. And I was like, yes, this is the life I want. And within nine months sold all my things, quit my job. And moved to Guatemala with my plan being of working at a hostel for three months to just like figure things out and then move from there. And that's exactly what happened. I worked and DJed at a hostel for three months, met other people, and let other people guide me to make different moves. And I was in Guatemala for five years. In that five years, I DJed extensively. I started teaching English at private schools there and then started teaching English online and then saw a need for children that were lower class wanting to speak English, couldn't afford it. So me and my partner at the time built (laughs) an English Center for Children where we taught English in a manner where we were doing things as opposed to learning from a book. So we were teaching them about gardening and the earth and energy and planets and stuff like that. So our kids were learning on-hand information in English as opposed to a book. So that was great. Then sold that business and moved to Mexico, where I'm at now. And what part of Mexico are you in? I'm in a state called Queretaro, which no one has heard of unless you're Mexican, but it's about three hours away from Mexico City.
0: And you are doing your astrology thing and you're Mm -hmm. DJing.
1: (laughs) Yes, I am DJing, but I'm more so at this point editing. And I would consider myself a content creator since I create content not only for myself, but I not only for myself, but I have other clients as well and manage other different Instagram pages and other brands and stuff like that. So
0: that's great. Now you figured all this out before the pandemic, before 2020, but a lot of people have also figured out during the pandemic during 2020 and particularly is that you've got to do what you've got to do.
1: Yeah. You know, with the astrology thing, taking it a little bit more seriously, I fell into a job where this company needed people to make podcasts. And I was like, I could do a podcast about astrology and get paid for it. Amazing. So it started off with that. And that was just before that was in 2020, but before the pandemic hit. And in that I had a friend who is a marketing guru. She wanted to start like a TV channel for women of color to show that we're not monolithic, to show that we are different and we have different interests. And she asked to use my podcast as a part of her, her branding. And I was like a podcast. I'll do you one better. I'll do a show. (laughs) So (laughs) then it evolved from there. And in that started doing a lot more Instagram work, which is perfect for me because I can use my Instagram as my resume. So it all happened at the same time. Like it all happened where I started doing this astrology stuff before COVID. Then COVID hit, and I was at home. Like I took it really seriously. Yeah, I didn't yeah. leave the house for a year and a half, <laughs> and uh, was focused on Astrocast. And it's really been a blessing because in that I've been able to get different types of jobs in representing other people's brands and creating content for them as well.
0: Well, any other things you'd like to talk about or end with for? Any last thoughts about the end of the year, end of 21, (laughs) going into 2022?
1: Yes. Be careful out there. It's going to be fucked up until February. So buckle up, be mindful, watch your words. If you do mess up and if you do say the wrong things, own it, own it with pride. Your thoughts become your actions. So be mindful.
0: Thanks, Lonnie, for this great conversation and all that you do for a variety of communities personally and professionally. For more on Lonnie's AstroCast, head over to her Instagram at astro.cast or her website astrocastofficial.com. Again, that's Instagram at astro.cast or the website astrocastofficial.com. For more information on this episode, please go to undergroundmagnolia.com. That's undergroundmagnolia.com. Just click on this show and all info will be there. While on my website, you will also see all of my podcast episodes, which can be heard wherever you listen to podcasts. So please listen, rate, and review them. Email me with anything at contact at Again, that's contact at undergroundmagnolia.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at UMPodcastDV. Again, that's UMPodcastDV. Till next time, this is Desiree Valto, the only Desiree Valto on the planet. For Underground Magnolia Podcast, I'm out.